you don't have to sacrifice a lot of time to get results and you don't have to sacrifice your mental well-being either. Yo, welcome back to the Life is a Video Game podcast. New look, new design, new feel, new energy for this year, and I'm super excited for it. As the name of the podcast suggests, Life is a Video Game. And in this podcast, I'm going to give you tips on how to level up your avatar and manifest your best life in the game. And in this particular episode, we're going to talk about how to spend less time in the gym, aka minimalist training. And it's interesting because you don't actually have to spend as much time in the gym as bodybuilders and the fitness influencers on Instagram make it seem in order to make gains. How did I even get into the topic of minimalist training? Basically, I was spending like an hour and a half to two hours in the gym after my full-time job and I felt drained, I felt uninspired, and I had no energy to do the things that make me come alive. And that's how I got into minimalist training. I don't like spending more than an hour in the gym. I mean, I do enjoy lifting weights and I can have fun in the gym from time to time, but I still don't want to spend like too long in the gym. And the reason why is because I feel like I have a lot of other things on my plate. Like I have a lot of other goals and ambitions. And while remaining healthy and to be quite honest with you, having a lean and aesthetic physique are some of my goals, it's not my main goal. Like my main priority always has been to like study skills and work on projects that will allow me to make more money so i have certain business financial and career goals if you will and that has been like my main priority so like it's hard for me to justify spending like an hour and a half sometimes two hours in the gym after working my full-time job and just to be clear like the reason why it will sometimes take me up to two hours is because i'm also counting cardio so If I'm just referring to like just lifting the weights, I would say it would take me an hour and 15 minutes minimum to like an hour and 30 minutes. But then it would sometimes push up to two hours, obviously, because then I'm adding my cardio in. So, yeah, I mean, I would spend a lot of time in the gym. And so, I mean, during the weekends, I have maybe like an hour, if that, to like study and, you know, work on any skills or current projects and interests that I had. And even if I did sit down for that hour, it was like really hard to focus and stay awake for long. After the long day I had, I felt drained. I remember being super tired, like when I would get home from the gym. This was how that time period basically went. It was a five day a week going to the gym after my full-time job, Monday through Friday. And like I said, an hour and a half minimum to almost two hours after my full-time job. And you know, little to no time to study or work on other projects or learn other skills. And I was unfocused. I was tired and I had low energy and I really started to resent going to the gym. And I totally understand like the narrative behind if it's important to you, you'll make the time for it, right? Like, I totally agree with that to a certain extent. I think what most bodybuilders or like fitness influencers don't seem to understand is that not everyone is so obsessed with lifting like not everyone wants to spend hours in the gym every week and not everyone is a fitness fanatic you know like 
the average person, their main goal probably is just to look good and or be healthy and strong. And their true calling lies elsewhere. Like for me, it's running. Like one thing I really love to do and I thoroughly enjoy pushing myself in is running. And that's what I will gladly make time for. I also enjoy reading, like I said, studying and learning new skills. And in the past year, I learned how to code. I learned Facebook ads and I've dabbled in books on marketing and sales. I've studied Spanish and language learning a bit. Basically anything that sparks my curiosity. And that's what I enjoy doing in my free time. And for you, it might be something else. And so, like I said, not everyone wants to spend hours on end in the gym when they have other like interests and curiosities and hobbies and things that they want to do, right? And from the studying that I've done on this already, I've found out that the number one reason why people don't get into fitness or like going to the gym is because they feel like they don't have enough time or like the perceived time that it's going to take is too much and they just you know they can't dedicate the time to it and I completely understand because think about it like this if you're the average person and you have a nine to five job so then you go to the gym at 5 30 right after your job and let's say it takes you a minimum like an hour and a half to do weights and cardio and stretching and all that you're gonna finish at seven o'clock and then you got to get home and make dinner and whatever else you need to do or chores or errands and do you even have time for your other goals and other things you want to work on if you do have other goals and ambitions so because basically by the time you're done with everything and dinner you have to like get ready to go to bed right and that's basically how it was like for me it felt like I was trying to force everything to work out and it felt like I was sacrificing sleep um, I was probably getting like six to seven hours of sleep and based on like the strain that I was putting my body through like in the gym and cardio and stuff like I know I needed way more sleep because I was tired all the time like after I would come home from the gym I would just be shot like I just wanted to fall asleep but I was trying to force myself you know to stay up and like okay I still gotta do like an hour of work and I gotta work on you know my other goals and whatever else and I was like trying to maintain like maximum productivity and I was also wishing I had more time for my hobbies like like if I did sit down and watch a basketball game on a weekday I would feel so guilty that I wasn't being like ultra productive so besides feeling tired after work and after the gym sessions besides that physical tiredness I was also like mentally fatiguing and it was so frustrating that I couldn't focus 100% on the projects that interest me, the projects that I really wanted to work on. And not to mention, I was sacrificing some time on those projects and those goals that I had just to be in the gym. So I had burned out. Of course I did. And I was working with a fitness coach at the time. And basically, I ended up breaking it off with them. And I just told them that I didn't want to continue with their program and that I had planned to do a four-day split because I was like, that's going to fit better with my lifestyle, my other life goals and ambitions. And they had wished me the best and we went our separate ways. And here I am now. I'm not quite sure when the idea of minimalist training was first introduced to me. I only remember watching a video from a favorite YouTuber of mine, Cole Hastings, from quite some time ago. And he had talked about how he had gained muscle while doing two exercises per session with a push-pull leg split. And I was like, bro, only two exercises? 
So I instantly went back to this video and I rewatched it. And he didn't do any isolation movements like bicep curls. Yeah, he had some tremendous results. And there was two main points in his video. And number one was do compound movements because you're hitting multiple muscles in a single movement. And two, intensity over volume. And that was it. And Cole also pointed out in his video that one of the benefits of his new routine was better recovery and he was not feeling as groggy after a session. And then even more recently, another YouTuber who I follow by the name of Jeff Nippard happened to release a minimalist training program and it was for people that wanted to make gains without spending more than 45 minutes in the gym. So I purchased it. And his style is a little bit different because one, he does include isolation movements in his program. And two, he has more than four movements on any given day. But one point remains the same and it's focus on intensity over volume. I think even if you enjoy lifting, because I do from time to time, like sometimes I don't mind spending an hour in the gym. I still think it's good to know about minimalist training for different seasons because like I said, for most people spending hours in the gym every week, even for the whole year is not sustainable. Like you might want to focus on other things other goals while maintaining your results. Also, I just quickly want to go back to fitness influencers and bodybuilders on Instagram. I remember one time I like downloaded a bodybuilding program from a fitness influencer. It was a four day split, but there were seven to 10 different movements each day. And I was thinking, what the hell, dude, this is going to take me like two hours a day to do. It was like seven to 10 movements and it was like four sets of 12 to 15 reps and so i just actually did the math on this right now and if optimal rest time is between one to four minutes let's say two minutes is the average you rest two minutes between each set that's eight minutes of rest for each movement and let's say you did there was only seven movements right let's take the minimum of it you're resting eight minutes for each movement and seven movements that's 56 minutes in the gym that you're just spending resting. <laughs> so, of course, that program probably takes like an hour and a half minimum to do it. And that's not even counting stretching. And that's also not including cardio if you include cardio to that. So, you know, that's why I feel like for whatever reason, people, the fitness influencers and bodybuilders make it seem like you have to spend so much time in the gym and I even remember one time I worked with a coach that told me I needed to do seven movements minimum to get an effective workout. And this was after I complained that, that the workout was taking too long. Um, Because I remember like there was a workout that was taking me like an hour and a half. And I had asked them if it was normal because I'm like, yo, what is going on? Am I doing something wrong? And they had said like, no, it's normal. Like it usually takes me two hours to do a workout. And I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> Like I said, going back to what they said, what they said originally was like, I need to do seven movements minimum to get an effective workout. And based on all the research that I've done, that's just not the case. Like you don't have to do seven workouts and we'll get into it more, but intensity over volume is what matters the most. And honestly, how I feel is the best way to get results ultimately is just being consistent. Like, it might be the most optimal plan on paper, but if you're not going to stick to it consistently, then it's useless. 
You know what I mean? Like a good plan consistently executed is better than a great plan that you won't stick to. And that's just the reality of it. And honestly, I feel like a minimalist approach to training can dissolve the resistance that people have to training due to the perceived time commitment. Because honestly, all the research that I've done, I realized that you don't have to sacrifice a lot of time to get results and you don't have to sacrifice your mental well-being either. So let's jump into it. From the research that I've done, research says to do 10 to 20 sets per body part per week for optimal muscle growth. And honestly, that still seems less than what most fitness influencers push. So Dr. Pack, who is known for his research on minimal effective dose training, says that you can actually do four to six sets per body part per week if you're really about the optimization life. Now, is training in this volume range the most optimal? No, but you can still get measurable results. And like I said, like I mentioned a million times before, the caveat is train with intensity of effort. So intensity over volume. Sets need to be taken near or to momentary failure if you're going to be training in this low of a set range. Me personally, this is what I do. So I started my four-day split back in December. It's basically day one, upper body, day two, lower body, day three, rest, day four, upper body, day five, lower body, day six, rest, and day seven, rest. So I do 10 sets per body part per week. I stay in the 8 to 12 rep range. Uh, Now, with all the research I've done on rep ranges, it can be anywhere from 6 to 30. Apparently, you can't really mess this up for hypertrophy. But what I usually tend to see in programs is around the 8 to 12 rep range. So that's just what I picked. And I heard a lot of people just to say just to mess around with it. Um, Like, for example, if you're like plateauing or for whatever reason, you can always switch it up. And then I do three to four movements each day, (laughs) just three to four movements. And honestly, my movements are mostly compound movements. So they're movements that focus on more than one muscle group. And this way I'm hitting multiple muscle groups with one movement. I do very few isolation movements. Um, I do add in some isolation movements that I enjoy doing. And you can always add in like an isolation movement or a muscle group you're lagging in so you know just play around with it and doing this I spend like 30 minutes lifting like that's literally it <laughs> and then the other time I spend doing cardio so I probably spend 45 minutes to maybe almost an hour but usually it's about 45 to 50 minutes in the gym and honestly when I first started like doing this training program it felt like criminal to get done in 30 minutes like I was like bruh <laughs> Like, I was like, bro, I don't know. But the thing about this, like, program, actually, that I like, as opposed to the other way that I was doing it when I was doing, like, seven to ten movements, whoever knows how many, and I was spending all that time in the gym, actually, because I'm doing less and it takes me 30 minutes to do it, I'm way more focused on what I'm doing And it's not like I'm just trying to get through it, just trying to get through the motions just to get to the end of it. I'm like focused on what I'm doing and I'm focused on trying to get that intensity up there. And I feel like my workouts are way better 
than the ones that I were doing when I was spending like an hour and a half doing them because I like I said I'm way more focused on what I'm doing and I'm pushing for the intensity therefore I'm I'm way more out of breath to be honest during my in-between sets because I'm really pushing myself and I'm trying to be I'm trying to get to that intensity of effort like he says like Dr. Pack says and honestly even after the gym I've been able to sit down and not have enough energy to get into a focus session and like study the skill or work on any current interest or project for two to two and a half hours afterwards and actually still have time to watch a basketball game if I want and not feel guilty about it. <laughs> like honestly, lately I've been in a place of flow and it's been really nice. Like it doesn't feel like I'm trying to force anything to happen. Like I'm just allowing it to come to me and I'm just like focused on the day-to-day actions involved in what I'm doing and in the process instead of going through the motions and try to like get to someplace else. And you know, obviously like I'm able to sleep and obviously I'm not sacrificing sleep as well, which is, I assume my recovery is better. I'm not as tired during the day and I probably just don't need as much sleep because I'm not like over training and overworking my body. You know what I mean? And so even more recently, I've been doing research on nutrition and body recomposition Um, which is basically how to gain muscle and lose fat at the same time. And that's basically the goal that I have now. Um, December was kind of like a little warm-up month of me just trying to get into a flow of, you know, starting out that four-day split. Nutrition wasn't really, like, too big of a focus. But now, like, I am actually training with the intention of uh, body recomposition. So let me summarize some key points, you know, for here's some tips for minimizing your time training and getting, you know, still getting the results. Number one, intensity of volume. Like I mentioned again and again, um, if you want to spend less time in the gym, you just need to give more effort. So sets need to be taken near or to momentary failure. Number two, compound movements. Definitely focus on these because you can train multiple muscle groups at once. This includes squats, rows, bench press, pull-ups, push-ups, lat pull-down, etc. And supersets. This is a good strategy for minimizing time in the gym too. If you don't know what supersets are, it's basically two sets back-to-back without resting in between. And this is like one of my favorite things to do actually. What you want to do is superset movements that are working two separate muscle groups. So the idea is that one muscle group is resting while you're working the other one. So for example, um, superset leg extensions with like seated hamstring curls. So you're working your hamstrings while your quads get a rest. And these machines are usually like right next to each other. So it's easy to go back and forth between these two. Another example is like skull crushers and bicep curls. So triceps rest while biceps work. So I think you get the picture, but this is like if you add any isolation movements, definitely something you can do with supersets. Number four, stop wasting time in between your sets scrolling through social media. So this is basically being mindful about the rest that you take in between sets. Because honestly, when I first started my lifting journey, like I was really bad at this. So what I hear is that you should spend one to four minutes resting between sets. Obviously, you want to give your muscle enough time to recover. 
before you're going into the your next set and I usually out for like one to two minutes and if you time yourself you'll probably notice that you're spending more time than necessary resting between sets and this is what is eating up the time that you spend in the gym this is literally what I was just saying like the whole math equation that I did like previously in the podcast this is exactly what I'm talking about number five you can cut back on your warm-up time and I'll be honest with you, I'm actually really bad at warming up and stretching. Like, I, <laughs> it's not that I necessarily hate it, but when I was spending a lot of time in the gym already, I was like, I'm not stretching. Like, it's already taking me an hour and a half. So why am I going to spend 15 minutes stretching? That was basically my thought process. And I know it's really bad and you should stretch before you work out. <laughs> um, And I'm getting better at doing that. But I mean, 15 to 10 minutes stretching and like warming up should be enough. And for your heavy like compound movements like squats, a warm up set is 40 to 80% of your working load. So to tie this all up, you know, the funny thing about this is that I have wanted to spend less time in the gym so that I can spend time on projects and curiosities that interest me and study skills and whatnot. And basically, I just ended up spending my free time researching this project. (laughs) So yeah, obviously, because I was doing this research and I'm seeing some results from this. So eventually, like my idea was to like release some sort of like minimalist training program and also give tips on nutrition and body recomposition or, you know, whatever people's goals are to try to give tips on how they can reach that goal with some sort of like minimalist training program right and so along the way i actually decided to get my certification to become a personal trainer so yeah i actually signed up for a program to get my nasm certified personal training certificate and and it's the most revered certification in the fitness industry and just to give you guys some background on like stuff that I would like previously study because I know I kind of mentioned like I would study stuff to learn skills and to like for like to make more money and like to switch careers and whatnot I was actually learning how to code a while back and even when I was learning how to code like I always wanted to do something with fitness like I always thought like I was going to work on some type of fitness app not necessarily my own app but someone else's app And, like, I had so many different ideas of how I would do it. Like, Strava is an app that I use to track my running. And I was thinking, like, you know, maybe I could work for Strava and, like, help them incorporate new things in their app. Because I did have some ideas for stuff that I wanted to see, obviously, as a consumer, that they don't have on their app. So, that was something that I wanted to do. And then I had also got into data science and like that was like what I really liked honestly when I was learning to code and I got into whole like data science field and then data analytics and even when I was into that stuff like I still wanted to do something that related to fitness like I remember thinking when I was getting into that stuff like I also really like watching basketball So I had got into like basketball analytics a little bit and I was thinking like, okay, maybe I can mix code in with, um, maybe I can mix data analytics and, you know, become, you know, work for some team or 
do something with basketball analytics and yeah it was just like I just wanted to do something with fitness I was like even at one point I was like also in like the machine learning area of like the coding like tech field and I was like dude it'd be dope to like um dude it'd be dope to like figure out how we can use athletes data to like help them perform better and how to optimize their performance because I have a WAP one of those fitness um like watches like wrist wraps and that stuff is like hella cool to me like all the data that it collects and it's like okay how can we use this data to actually help an athlete optimize their performance so (laughs) I always wanted to do something with fitness like I feel like if you follow me, like I said, even though I don't like spending a lot of time in the gym, specifically for lifting, I do love to run. And cardio was like always my thing. I just like recently got into lifting. But I mean, I don't think I would mind spending a lot more time in the gym if I didn't have a full-time job. And I think that's a big reason too why I just don't why I just don't want to because like I said, switching careers and it's just been my main priority. So if I didn't, like, for example, if I had an online business where I worked like four to six hours a day and then I had like the rest of the day to do whatever, then I probably wouldn't mind spending like an hour or an hour and a half in the gym. And honestly, that was always the goal, to be honest, as well. <laughs> like, so when I was studying coding and I was like in the tech field, like my goal was to eventually just work from home like (laughs) that was like the whole reason I got into that because that was the whole reason I got into coding because I know it's like a lucrative skill and also you can just do it and also you can do it remotely so (laughs) my whole end goal was to eventually end up just working remotely and not working like a full-time corporate job and for some whatever reason I thought I had to go through that process for a couple years to like learn more skills and I just didn't want to and I think that's kind of why I fell out of like coding and like data science and data analytics and all that tech stuff because I was like I actually don't want to like work a corporate job like that actually sounds awful like even as much money as even as much money more that I could make because I work in a kitchen right now I just was like yo I just don't want to do that like I've always just wanted to do something online where I just work for myself like that's always been like one of my big main goals and then still like continuing on like the background and the stuff that I was like studying and the skills that I was studying like after I realized like okay I don't actually want to like work a corporate job and and do this with coding I just really want to work for myself I want to have an online business I was like studying agency like the whole like start an agency like social media marketing agency thing I like attempted it honestly like a couple years ago but I was like so bad at it like so horribly bad and I just was like one of those people who just didn't continue and then I had like recently got back into it and I was like all right I'm like a completely different person now let's try it out and so I was like studying like how to actually do it and I was like following a course and everything and that's what I was like studying during the time that I was like going to the gym for this whole time and my whole like niche was going to be like fitness professional my whole niche was going to be online fitness professionals like doing social media marketing for online fitness professionals like 
of course it was like I said my whole thing has always been like I always wanted to do something with fitness whether it was like coding or whether it was like running an agency like always something with fitness of course it was so basically this is my roundabout way of saying that it's not really surprising to me that I'm like finally getting a certification to be a fitness professional to be a fitness coach like to be a personal trainer like it's not a surprise to me and if you if you know me if you've been following me for a while you probably it's not a surprise to you either so yeah right now I'm basically studying to get my certification and my end goal is to be an online fitness trainer yeah it's terrifying to be honest but that is the goal like I've like I said, I always just wanted to do something online and, and I don't want to work a corporate job. I don't want to be told what to do or when I can go on vacation. And if my vacation is even approved, like that sounds awful. Like it sounds absolutely awful. And that's why I've always, that's why I think I've always stayed working in a kitchen because even though I obviously don't make as much as I could working in a corporate job and in the knowledge profession, um, it's like less strict when it comes to stuff like that. Like I've never been denied for requests off or anything like that. And I rarely request off to be honest, but so yeah, that's the goal work. I have an online business um, by the end of the year. So also another thing that I was thinking about as far as like, I'm learning to get, I'm studying to get my certificate is how I can actually help clients not only like like obviously they want to get to a certain fitness goal right and you can give them a program and I can say hey this is the program that you need to follow and this is how you need to eat it's not gonna matter right <laughs> like you can give anybody a program and give them a nutrition plan but the thing that matters the most is mindset and what I've really been thinking about is like cool I can make a program for somebody and and tell them how to eat and all that but how can I really get them to like change their behavior? The thing that I've really been thinking about is like, okay, cool. I'm learning this stuff. Like, that's cool. And I'll be able to like give somebody a like program designed to their specific like fitness level and like their specific goals and, and give them nutrition advice based on their goals. And that's cool. And like, I can give them a program and all that stuff, but that doesn't mean they're going to stick to it. So my other the other thing that I've been thinking about is like, okay, how can I actually help clients like rewire their brain and like make new neural pathways in order for them to achieve the results that they want? Because like I said, you can give them a program and all that. It doesn't mean they're going to do it. The mindset matters more than anything. And I actually talked about this on a previous like podcast episode. Like I, the whole episode was basically about like your identity your self-image, your self-concept, you're always going to act in accordance with how you view yourself. So like shifting that, shifting your identity, the way you view yourself and all that good stuff is like what actually makes the new habits and new behaviors stick. So that's the main, that's the other part of it for me is like trying to figure out, okay, how can I not only help clients achieve their fitness goals, not just give them a program, but how can I actually help them like make these new habits and get these habits to stick because they've shifted the way that they view themselves. So yeah, man, current goal, big dreams, I feel like. <laughs> Scary as fuck. So I hope you got something out of this. 
I hope it helps you in your training and readjusting your own program, you know, to minimize time in the gym. And I'm going to leave a link in the description to subscribe to my newsletter and all my other social media handles to keep up with like shorter form content and writings. Instagram is going to be my most active one. So yeah, check that out. Appreciate you for listening. And um, yeah, until next time. Oh.